Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, yeah. On your home for the best Ravens coverage. It's time for News from the Nest with Vinny and Haney. Sponsored by Hillside Lawn Service, the experienced lawn care specialists. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and 105.7 The Fan here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Other side of the glass. Ravens back at practice today. They're getting ready for the Seattle Seahawks. Two first place teams. One o'clock M&T Bank Stadium. Here to talk about that. From PressBox, PressBoxOnline.com. He's on the WGK Law guest hotline. Let's welcome back to the show. It's been a minute since we've spoken to him. Bo Smolka. Bo, what's happening? Hi, good to be back. Thanks for having me. All right, let's talk about that trade deadline that has come and gone and the Ravens uh, quiet during it. And then, as you would expect, Bo, some fans thought they should have been a little more aggressive in the maneuvering up till 4 o'clock yesterday. Any stunning turn of events for you? Or is this kind of what you expected that it would be relatively quiet for a team that is in first place in their division? I honestly thought it would be fairly quiet. I didn't think they were going to go out and um, make a big blockbuster move. I think they're pretty happy with the roster that they have. Um, And I look back to last year, and I think at this time last year, you could have absolutely said inside linebacker was a a pretty significant weakness. If if I'd have to go back and look, I'm pretty sure Josh Bynes was maybe starting alongside Patrick Queen, and they were trying to figure out who was going to be next to him, and that was a bit. That was a glaring hole, and they went and they aggressively plugged it. And I don't. I just don't think they look at this roster this year and say we have a glaring hole like that. Um, they have injuries. They will have more injuries. You can't predict that. But uh, I just think they're pretty pleased with the roster as is. And I know apparently they were in discussions a little bit. Um, Derek Henry, Josh Jacobs, a couple running backs came up. But obviously, Derek DaCosta didn't hear enough to make a move. And it, it, I found it ironic that after hearing all summer about how this team was going to become this passing offense, this reimagined offense, that here at the trade deadline they're talking about trading for a running back. But, of course, Dobbins got hurt on that change the equation there, too. But, no, so overall, I was not surprised that nothing happened. Hey, Bo, who's been your most pleasant surprise so far this season? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I, you know, Zay Flowers, I certainly expected to be what he is. Mm-hmm. I think probably the biggest surprise you have to say is probably Brandon Stevens. More Geno Stone. But, I mean, Brandon Stevens in OTAs was playing safety. And they drafted him as a safety. And I remember he played corner at SMU. 
But I remember the night he got drafted, Eric DaCosta told us he would be, they projected him as an NFL safety. And then when those corners got hurt this spring, they said, hey, Brandon, you know, maybe maybe you could use your corner. And I think he's played consistently well. I mean, he's been physical. He was really physical in that win over the Bengals. And so to have him step in when he did and with Marlon Humphrey being out for an entire month, I think that was really, really big. And so I'd have to say he's right up there. Hey, Bo, you know what's shocking to me? I would have never guessed it, is that the Ravens lead the league in sacks. Well, I don't think any of us would have predicted that, and especially when you look at the numbers of where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. They're coming from all over the place. I think there's like 11 or 12 people have at least one. McDonald's dialing up these slot blitzes that we saw with Hamilton in the one game when he had three. Arthur Millette has a couple. I mean, Arthur Millette, I don't think we expected that at all. And so it's been creative. I will say this, Justin Matabike now is the guy I thought I was, I saw in training camp two years ago, mm-hmm. and I kept waiting for him to just erupt. And this year he's doing it. And so it's not a surprise to me that he's putting up sack totals inside. But, as you, I mean, you're right. I mean, they're getting them from all over. They've certainly gotten as much as they could hope from Clowney and Van Noy for two guys they signed off the street. And so I'll give credit to McDonald for steaming up ways to get those guys the sacks. What's your impression of uh, Odell Beckham thus far? I mean, Odell Beckham is, it's interesting. Certainly, I think for $15 million, you might like to think you're getting more production out of him than you're getting, and he still is looking for his first touchdown. It appears that he's frustrated that he's not scoring or whatever. Um, So there's probably some frustration there from him. Yeah, I expected more numbers out of him. I will say this though, I think there was there was I think there was more to him signing than just what are his numbers going to be. Remember they signed him before they signed Lamar Jackson. And I don't I believe that his signing was also a bit of to placate the fan base that was getting real restless over this Lamar Jackson situation. And certainly he was, you know, then he got a chance to play with Lamar Jackson. He looked right at the cameras that day on his press conference and said, hey, Lamar, come back. You know, we, I'd love to play with you or whatever it was. So I think that was part of it, and I think that, that, that accomplished something. But I think they, you know, for the price, the production on the field hasn't been there yet. Not that it can't be, but I don't think it's been there yet. And I think after eight games, you would have thought he would have had at least one touchdown. Hey, uh, Bo, what's your impression of Seattle? I mean, it's a team that's it's tough. It's a, I think it's a really – it's a defense that's going to cause problems, I think. I mean, and Geno's, you know, Geno Smith, you got to give credit to what he's done for – I mean, let's face it, everybody was done a couple years ago. He was just not a factor. So, this Seattle team, you know, Pete Carroll teams, they're, they're going to compete, and they're, I think their defense is going to give this offense trouble. But I will say, I mean, I was not surprised that the Ravens – kind of scuffled through that game in Arizona and was able to to kind of slog it out. I think that was important for them. Um, but I, I think they're going to have to be sharper than that this week for sure. You think uh, Leonard Williams will make a big impact for Seattle Sunday against the Ravens? I You know, I was trying to think about that. I remember Roquan Smith got traded and stepped in right away, and he played. I went back and looked. He played something like two-thirds of the Ravens' snaps that week. He didn't play every snap. But he was on the field. So, yeah, I mean, I would expect he's obviously a guy that's in shape. It's not like you're pulling a guy off the street and trying to get him into football shape. He's been playing. So, yeah, I think, he, I think he'll play, and I think they, they better be ready for him. 
what do you think? What's your expectations for Lamar for Sunday? I, I was expecting more consistency last week. I think the defense, you know, that Arizona threw at him confused him a little bit. And then they just they only threw it nine times the second half. But I'm expecting because they don't they have they don't have a big time pass rusher either Seattle, but they get there with stunts and twists and things, you know. So I I think Lamar, I'm hoping Lamar has a big game. I was just surprised in that Arizona game that the Ravens came out and so like completely committed to passing the ball. I think it was nine of their first ten and ten of their first twelve plays. Lamar Jackson dropped back to throw, and his running game was just not a factor at all. I think he had maybe two yards on two carries in the first half or something. And I know, I mean, it's just, I've always said, I mean, they're just, he's still their best weapon running the ball. And it's interesting to me whenever they decide that they're not going to have that be part of their game plan. Um, so when they drop back and they're almost an exclusively passing team, which they were for most of that first quarter on that opening drive, it just looks odd to me. Um, and I would, I would think they'll mix that up a little more. Obviously, when they got the lead late, they leaned hard on Gus Edwards, and he showed he can just pound the ball, which I think they already knew. But I was, I was surprised to see them completely get away from Lamar Jackson as a runner and kind of wholly, exclusively become a drop-back passing team for that first quarter. Bo Smolka joining us. Vinnie at Haney 105.7 The Fan. Press Box. Pressboxonline.com. Next four games. Seattle, of course. Then Cleveland, Cincinnati. All three at home. Then out to the Chargers. Who knows what you're getting out there. But what kind of damage can the Ravens do in the AFC and certainly in the division over the next month here heading into Thanksgiving or post-Thanksgiving? I mean, let's face it. They got a great chance to gain some real separation in this division. They've already got road wins at Cleveland and at Cincinnati, if you could put wins over them at home, you've got the season sweeps over both of them, which would give you the tiebreaker over either of them. And, and you're obviously going to have another win and they're going to have another loss. It's going to give you some real chance to, to build some distance. I will say the Bengals are look a lot like they did last year where they kind of scuffled out of the gate and then they kind of hit their stride and they're looking more like the Bengals that we expected, which is not a surprise. So I think that's going to be uh, that Thursday night game is going to be a really big game. But uh, I also think a short week game at home is a nice little advantage to have. But yeah, they have a chance to they have a chance to really gain some separation in this division in the next three weeks. Bo, what's happening at press box? Well, we're covering. We're out. I'm on my way to the facility right now. I've got a fun story in the print issue this month about the players in the locker room and talking smack about their college rivalries. And it's funny because this week LSU plays Bama and Patrick Queen is widely regarded as the biggest trash talker in the locker room. You talk to all the players like who's the biggest trash Oh, queen, queen, definitely queen. I asked Patrick Queen. I said, they all think you're the biggest trash talker. And Queen says, Oh, absolutely. I definitely am. So, you know, Alabama and LSU Humphrey, Jalen Armour Davis, Queen, maybe Beckham. They're all John this week about that game. It was a kind of a fun story to do. And Geno Stone likes to point out that he was 1-0 against the SEC because uh, they beat Mississippi State his only game. But it's kind of a fun story that's in our print issue this month. Bo Smolka, appreciate the time as always. Have fun with Harbs and Lamar and the rest today. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care, guys. Right, Bo, Thank thanks. You. There's Bo Smolka, everybody. It's Vinny at Haney, 105.7. The fan will come back. Let's count some cash, hopefully buy or sell, and talk about the sports subjects of this Woman Crush Wednesday. Got Vinny's film study of the Ravens offense. They won the game. 
They dominated at times, but inconsistent. Well, we keep hearing Vinny's going to explain why as he watched it on film. Then we'll do a funhouse trip since we couldn't get to it last hour. NFL lunch coming up at 1 o'clock. Just tuning in. Cundiffing in Vegas with the Raiders. We'll get into that. Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. We'll preview week nine of the NFL season with him. And then we'll look at the other fun for the Ravens defensively. What happened in the fourth quarter? They were dominating. And then they needed to hold off an onside kick before Arizona had a chance to tie the game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you buying? Great cash, homie. Or are you selling? I'm not going to buy into that crap. Penny and Haney. Sponsored by Window Nation. There's so much to love about the fall, especially the return of Window Nation's best offer of the year. Get two windows free for every two you buy. Plus, pay nothing for two years. Call 866-90NATION or online at windownation.com. 1057 The Fed here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serrato, Nolan McGraw. Got a ton going on. World of sports here. You got the NFL Week 9, college football. The playoff rankings came out. College hoops starts next week. NBA, NHL are well into, well, not well into the seasons, but you get the point. It's November the 1st, and I'm forgetting things. We'll get to as much as we can, but right now, since Christmas is next month, since today's literally November 1st, let's count that cash. Buy or sell. All right. The Dow is up 58. The S&P's up 18, NASDAQ's up 87, DraftKings up 7 cents, Under Armour's down 12 cents. Hmm. 
starting the NBA. What do you think? You're running well, the show. I'm not, you know guy. what? Why am I asking? I'm telling you. That's We're starting right. in the oh, NBA. Yeah. You want me to tell you? <laughs> uh, let's talk about candy. Uh, James Harden. <laughs> uh, finally out of the picture in Philly, which means there should be no more distractions or no more excuses for the 76ers. However, they still have big title expectations as long as Joel Embiid is still around. Uh, who's going to be the Robin to his Batman? Could it be the 22-year-old Tyrese Maxey? already averaging 30 points per game in the early goings of this season while shooting 56% from beyond the arc. Uh, Bob, buy or sell with Harden gone. Maxi will have his first all-star season of his career. I'll buy it. And he was playing like a stud last year for them. Kelly Oubre has been a nice little addition to that equation. And you know who needs to step up, though? And I understand he's big with the cheese goldfish. But Tobias Harris needs to take his game to another level. Because they gave him the big money, let Jimmy Butler walk to Miami, which Jimmy Butler reminds them of oftentimes. But I'm cool with Maxie. I think he's fine. But Tobias Harris off to a nice start. If he can keep that rolling, and Embiid stays healthy, obviously. Phillies, they're still a force for sure. Go over to the NFL here, the Lions. We're waiting for Jameer Gibbs to have the kind of breakout performance that he had on Monday night. Carried the ball 26 times, 152 yards, and a touchdown. The kind of stat line you expect from a running back that you take in the first round. And remember, that was a move that was pretty heavily criticized at the time, at least in terms of the way the position's been valued nowadays. But Vinny Byersell, Monday night, opened the floodgates for Gibbs. He'll have many more 100-yard games this season. This season? I'll buy it because they, they don't they don't play another team with a winning record till they play Dallas. So, yeah, I'll buy that. How long is Montgomery going to be out? I don't know. I'm not that, sure. That's going to have an effect, mm-hmm. I would assume. Certainly. Because he was having a monster yeah. start to the season. Go over to baseball here. It's been well over a year since former Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bauer appeared in a Major League Baseball game. Suspension, eventual release uh, because of legal trouble at the time, led him to play in Japan. But recently, without digging too deep, obviously, that legal trouble uh, seems to have been erased or reversed. Uh, at one point, it seemed extremely unlikely he would ever pitch again in Major League Baseball, but a very prominent player, a former teammate of his actually, coming to his defense, Mookie Betts, recently said that he hopes a team will take a chance on Bauer and bring him back. Uh, speaking about his resume in the league, uh, are you buying or selling, Bob, that he will return to the league? Ooh, man, that guy is radioactive. And he's not exactly the most humble guy in the world. I mean, there was a financial settlement, right, with the accuser. Uh, it was dismissed. Uh, there was I, no, I don't believe there was a settlement. I could have swore there was some money exchanging right. hands there. But he's he's claimed all along it was extortion and consensual because there was some you know aggressive, let's just say, uh, physical uh, activity going on. I'm going to sell it. You know, he's great. I mean, he's coming off. Of, he was the Cy Young Award winner, then signed with the Dodgers, then got into his legal problems, and then he's been off the grid, suspended. I just, I don't see it. I mean, he's never expressed any sort of remorse. Sort of like Deshaun Watson with Cleveland. Just kind of, mm-hmm. hey, well, yeah. you know, it's my word against yours. But now I'll see it happening. I'm selling that. And we'll close with this. Uh, After suffering a rib injury this past uh, Sunday, there was some doubt 
as to whether Kenny Pickett would be able to play this Thursday on a short turnaround against the Titans. However, he put those questions to rest earlier this week, emphatically saying he will play. Uh, and this is a pretty big game for the now 4-3 and three Steelers. They need to keep themselves afloat in a crowded division. Meanwhile, their opponent, the Titans, seemingly have new life with Will Levis at quarterback. Vinny, buy or sell. Will Levis will outplay Kenny Pickett tomorrow night. No, oh, I'll buy that. I, I don't think that'll take a lot, you know, just because one offense will be bombs away and the other offense is ultra conservative. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, breaking down some film. That Ravens offense, okay, coming off a brilliant performance. Nobody's denying that against Detroit, but how big of a step back? if you want to call it that, did they take against Arizona? We'll get to the fun house, Stone McGraw, since we couldn't do it last hour. If you want to join us, you can. It's a battle of first-place teams this yep. Sunday at M&T Bank Stadium. Seattle leads the NFC West. Ravens' first place in the AFC North. Is the spread of five-and-a-half appropriate? Are the Ravens in for a comeuppance, I guess, against the Seattle offense that can be rather explosive? They might not have a guy, but they can get to the quarterback. I mean, they're in the top five and sacks yep. so is this a game that we should be worried about as Ravens fans feel free to get in the World Series Texas is a win away from winning the World Championships that make you feel better about the Orioles losing not me but that's just my humble opinion got a lot to get to we're doing it here on the fan this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection? You sound like a cop to me. Who's your connection? Enter Vinny's film room on 105.7 on The Fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Bob Haiti, Vinny Zerato, Nolan McGraw, other side of the glass. Ravens beat the Arizona Cardinals this past Sunday on the road. Third straight win. You're not complaining about wins, certainly, when the Ravens are tied with three other teams for the best record in the AFC. But, you know, you strive for perfection. You want consistency. And coming off that demolition of the Lions, especially offensively, Ravens are trying to stack against Arizona. Vinny Zerato, did they stack? Film study. 
yeah, they they these um, performances they won. That's all that matters. When you when you go out and you play a team like that, all you want to get on that plane and have a W. Now, was it pretty? No. And you know, I mean, they came out throwing the ball and they took it down and scored a touchdown. Although, um, you know, Arizona did too. <laughs> Arizona did first. Yeah, I mean, to me that was the. And we'll talk about the defense later because they weren't they weren't good either. I thought. I thought the offense had a C performance, you know, and, and I don't know because I hadn't watched all the games if Arizona ran that defense for other people or, or that was for Lamar because at first I think they confused him some, you know, whether they're playing man, zone, who's coming, who's not coming. So I think that made things a little difficult, and I think it made it difficult for the receivers because I didn't think the receivers played well, you know. Rashad Bateman played played well. I mean, he ran sharp, Chris Browns, and he saved he 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 saved Lamar on the interception on that first drive. That was a big play. But um, the spacing a lot of times wasn't great. And what do we mean by spacing? Like two receivers in the same spot. I mean, they're easy to cover then, and that that's not supposed to happen, you know. So I I, I thought the receivers didn't have a great game. Likely got invited to the party. Finally caught a ball. You know, so and even uh, oh, uh, Lamar went over, pat him on the head, and you know, probably like, "Hey, welcome to the party," you know. But they threw it uh, 18, 19 times the first half and ran it nine, and they had they were having success running it too. But I thought the offensive line, I thought they did a really nice job, and Ricard too, you know, because he lines up at tight end and and he blocks and and you know in the run game what they like to do too is they'll put Stanley over next to Moses or on the other side bring Moses over to the other side and then put Ricard there too and they they can move they're, they're road graders then but Gus Bus I thought Gus especially the, the second half the second half he ran hard he ran physical he broke tackles and he was getting he was getting you know some clear pass because the inside and Harvest talked about it the guards and the centers thought they did a phenomenal job comboing and what do we mean by that comboing up to the linebackers they come off together you know on one guy and then one will combo up onto the linebacker seal him and then you got a bigger hole thought they did a really nice job at that you know so the offensive and and you know i got to give kolar a little love i mean he gets in there to block is he gonna knock anybody off the line no but he's smart and he'll shield them is what he does um with lamar I thought uh, Lamar didn't have one of his better games. I thought um, he didn't look fat. Well, maybe it was the whole team. They didn't look fast. I mean, because everybody ran down Lamar in that game. You know, we're, we're catching him. And I don't know that Arizona was that fast. I mean, they were fast. But, um, yeah, Lamar, Lamar was off a little bit on his reads. And he couldn't really get away from people, you know, because um, – with their rush, they did a nice job kind of corralling him. And, and they sacked him four times, which normally doesn't happen. And it wasn't the old line's fault. To me, it's more the receiver's fault. Other than one play when Justice Hill didn't pick up the blitz. That was it because they got confused on that play. So, um, overall, offensively, they're not going to be happy with that. You know, after coming away with um, their best performance ever, this was a really average performance. And if you're the wide receivers, you know, coming away with, damn, those guys, they ran fast. They ran hard. They ran explosive. In and out of breaks. Boom, boom, boom. Made plays. 
This week it was like, eh, not really. You talk about Arizona defense. What what was the, I don't know, the look that they threw at the Ravens offensively that they had the hardest time adjusting? Well, I think with nobody, um, basically 11 guys standing up, you know, and then moving around and you don't know who's coming and who's not coming. You know, who's the mic, what protection, all those things. So I think that caused Lamar some problems, at least early on, you know, on where to go with the ball and, and who who's coming, who's not coming. Checked off to that quick screen to Zay Flowers, and they tackled him at the line of scrimmage, you know. So I think there was some confusion early. Now we'll get into the team stats on Friday, but some individual numbers offensively to look at here through eight games. Lamar Jackson, 70.5% completion percentage. Take that all day long would be a career high yep. for sure. Can he sustain it? Nine games will tell. 1,700 yards. So he's on pace 34, 3,600. It's not the four grand, but it would be a career high for him as well if he can get that done. Nine touchdowns, only three picks. He has been sacked 20 times. Quarterback rating is 101. Yeah, and they've got the tougher part of their schedule coming. Um, I would – is he going to need to get to 4,000 yards? The only way, probably, Bob, if if they're behind in some of those games where he has to throw a lot, you know, because I think what we saw what the Ravens kind of like to do when they get ahead, you know, they just want to pound Gus Buss and and Justice Hill and run the football. So, um, yeah, the 70%. That means Bobby's he's hitting the layups. Speaking of Gus, he is now the leading rusher on the team after last Sunday's 80-yard performance, 426, averaging 4.1 per carry. So he got over four. This is a guy that's averaged five yards a carry during his career. He's up to five TDs. Lamar still second leading rusher coming in here at 280. Justice Hill, Vinny, he averages 4.7 per carry, kind of that change of pace guy. Could we see him maybe get more opportunities? 45 carries on the year. I think it it all depends on what they want to do. You know, do they want to run it outside, inside? What what the situation calls for? Because he doesn't run bad inside either. You know, um, this week, this week, um, running up inside or outside, I think I think uh, they'll they'll want to attack both, spread them out a little bit. So Justice Hill could get some run. Maybe, I don't think Gus Bus gets 19, you know, unless they're pounded it in the fourth quarter. Leading receiver on the season so far through eight games is Zay Flowers, the rookie, 44 catches, 461 yards. Still looking for a second touchdown, but I think we all agree those are going to be coming here. Mark Andrews, 32, catches 397, 6 TDs. And then Aguilar with 17, 2. Odell, 14 catches, same with Bateman. And uh, Justice Hill with 15. So it's to say it's a top-heavy reception quota here. Well, not quota, but productivity is uh, probably an understatement. I, I, um, I'll say, Bob, that I think the guy that's really going to take a jump in those numbers is going to be Bateman. I think he's going to, I think, you know, he's going to be getting like five or six. You know, all of a sudden he's going to have like five or six you know, catches in a game because right now, I mean, he's he's as hot as any of them, 
You know, I mean, it's nice throwing to Odell. I mean, you get the penalties. But that and stuff. you said that earlier. The seven to go to Odell, maybe start yeah. turning at the number number seven here. And then number three might get upset. Vinny and Haney, one hundred five seven. The fan. Let's get. We have time for a call. You make the call. Get it on the other side. So, Cartez, if you're on the phones, which you are, obviously, we'll get you when we come back. Funhouse trip, Nolan McGraw, NFL launch at one. There was a change with the Raiders as they've cleaned house in the front office and on the coaching staff. We'll get into that. Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com, talk about NFL Week 8 with or Week 9 with him. And then we'll take more of your phone calls and we'll break down the Ravens. Vinny will, their defensive performance against Arizona, acceptable or unacceptable. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Vinny and Haney, two opposites attracted by a paycheck. 1057 The Fan. Fun house trip coming up here in a couple of minutes. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Got NFL lunch at one. Ravens back in practice today. Getting ready for Seattle. Brian Wilson, CBSSports.com. Talk some NFL with him. Vinny's film breakdown of the Ravens defense. The performance against Arizona was a win. But, you know, what needs to be cleaned up as Seattle comes in here with a ton of offensive potential, yep. especially at the skill position. So, Mike McDonald going to have his hands full, but let's get out to the phones. Woman Crush Wednesday. Who is that? What a man, what a man. Who sings that song? Salt and Pepper. Salt and Pepper. Thank you very much. Let's go to Baltimore. Cartez. Cartez, what's up? Hey, guys. How you doing today? Doing all right, man. Hey, man. Um, just quick points about the game. I thought the defense played well enough. I think when you're playing a team that you don't play often, they come out and shock you, and I think our defense got shocked, but they settled down later. Um, the other point I wanted to make was I thought Lamar stating that uh, Monk wasn't running the ball enough in the beginning. I thought that he would be able to check out of the pass and be, you know, being a quarterback. I, I don't know why he doesn't have that autonomy. Mm-hmm. And three – they even the announcers uh, mentioned how slick the field is in Arizona, and I saw that with Lamar's running, he wasn't very slick. He just kept sliding. It was like an ice rink that he was running on. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, it looked uh, slick, but you know what? The thing about it is, is when you uh, go out to warm ups and it's slick, change your cleats, get longer cleats. You know that that's that's one of the things that you can do. A lot of guys. You know, they don't want to put the longer cleats in. You know, uh, or they're, I'm not fast enough. Or, but uh, that's one of the things. And, and um, with usually a lot of times um, checking off, a lot of times teams don't allow you to go from um, run to pass. They'll allow you to go from, from pass to run. So, yeah, I mean, could Lamar have checked out? of it? Sounds like he probably could have, but... Um, I would imagine that he would have had he been able to. All right, Cartes, thank you for the call. Fitting and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Nolan, going to bring you in one more time. Has anything changed in your life over the last hour? 
Uh, no, a couple of people chiming in on the uh, trick-or-treating topic, though. All right, well, let's... Uh, uh... As you would imagine, obviously, some people out there have plenty of trick-or-treaters. Somebody said they went through four bags of candy Damn. last night. Must be a big neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, or at least a lot of kids. I don't believe it. Well, just wait till you roll through there later. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. I'll be eating four bags of candy myself. Biddy at 8105.7 The Fan. I'm just joking, Texter. And, and Bob, one thing. Yes. Have you ever, and Norm too, have you ever heard of a quarterback that says, I don't want to throw it so much, I, we need to run it more? I've never heard a quarterback do that before. Especially from a guy who says he would, he'd rather throw than run <laughs> multiple <laughs> times. Fine ass. Quick draws, fun house. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 105.7 The Fan. Start with this one. Uh, Texter says Lamar looked cranky in Arizona. No smile. Didn't play happy. Seemed to be worried about a trap game. Uh, if he comes out high spirited this Sunday, kind of like he did against the Lions, I think the Ravens can blow out Seattle. Uh, also needs to stop trying to force the ball to Odell. Just go with the flow. Yeah, it almost looked like in that Arizona game, like if you're confused, he was just picking out a guy that he was going to, and he was going to him no matter what. Uh, this one here from JB in Randallstown wants to know if Josh McDaniels' latest flameout continues to prove that the Belichick coaching tree isn't all that it's cracked up to be, uh, or at least that the whole Pats dynasty uh, was once again the product of Brady, not necessarily the coach. Well, I think a lot of it is is Brady. But the thing about it is, is, you know, if you're an assistant for Bill Belichick and you get a head coaching job, you know, take some of the stuff you learn, but you've got to be yourself. You can't try to be identical to how Belichick was. I mean, it was the same way with guys left Lou Holtz. Guys who tried to be like Lou, they all failed. What about Matt Patricia? I feel like he was the exact opposite, but in the worst way, saying he was showing up late. He wouldn't even be on time to team meetings, and he's the head coach. You know, simple stuff like that. Well, you saw what happened to him, but what? Charlie Weiss, Romeo Cornell, Bill O'Brien. I mean, the tree has got a lot of branches, but to your point and the texter's point, I mean, there's, there's one oak. You, you know, know what? when they fire him, the owners probably say, damn, you know what we forgot? Tom Brady. That was the, the big thing. Well, maybe he just doesn't uh, hire assistants that he's threatened will take his job eventually. He gets guys that are career uh, coordinators. Uh, let's see. Chris chiming in here. Penn State fan, Chris. Uh, more details on the bet. He's swamped with work this week, but uh-huh. says that uh, he's giving you Maryland plus the current spread. So whatever the spread is. It's down to eight and a half. That's it, really. Yeah, I'd prefer the ten and a half that I was a couple. We'll we'll revisit on Friday to see how the line. Yeah, don't lock it in yet. Wait, no. Uh, but he says the the bet itself uh, just a six pack of choice, so nothing nothing too crazy. Right. Well, my six packs are thirty packs, so we're gonna have to improvise and adapt. Nah, six packs fine. 
I mean, he's giving you a, a leash there because you're probably not going to win. All so right, I, I hear you, Nolan. All yes, right. righty. Over here. And also, he has an early prediction for Sunday. Ravens smack the Seahawks 30-10. to 10. Big blowout Ooh. win there. Damn. I don't know if I'm feeling that. You know, watching the film and stuff. No, I'm not. Right now, I'm not feeling that. Uh, real quick, Ed and Timonium chiming in here on the uh, trick-or-treating. This is interesting. Yes. Uh, he agrees with me. November 1st is... Halloween for adults, but he says, I'm a mailman. Uh, I wonder how many millions of dollars worth of candy is scattered throughout front yards across the country today. Hmm. Uh, from kids just tossing it. And is he saying that he's picking up the candy and eating it? I I hope not. That's that's for strange. the dogs. Ugh. All the dogs are Well, they kidding. don't want the chocolate. That's not good for them. No, I know. Yeah, good luck cleaning up that front yard. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We'll come back and set up our lunch, feed you some football. Talk about the week that will be. There was a big coaching change with the Raiders. Oh, by the way, they fired their offensive coordinator, and they fired their GM as well. Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. And then we have a film study of the Ravens' defense. Ravens highly regarded statistically in defense, still lead the National Football League in sacks. But what about Arizona's offense? I mean, were there missed tackles? What mental gaffes, if any, did the Ravens have? We'll get into all of that and more. If you want to join us, you can. 4-5-8-3-1-0-5-7. It's Woman Crush Wednesday here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 